Hi, I'm Casey. And I'm Bobby. And this is our podcast where each month we present one another with a new challenge to improve our mental, physical, or emotional well-being. Or sometimes just to be competitive. Because Casey is ridiculously competitive about everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that a challenge? Damn it. <laughs> you started. <laughs> I feel like I always start it. Hi. This is Bobby. <laughs> we can't use this. Should we start over? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> and that's times, Casey. <laughs> how many times do you think in our podcast we say, let's start over, and then we never do? <laughs> oh, I mean. And then by the end of it, we're like, meh, do it. Well, yeah. I mean, I think once you... We can't get rid of this. This is this is good content. This, this is real is where, life. This is where the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to give us a three, two, one countdown so I could still talk to you. But no, that's no, fine. Here it we just are. jumps in. It's like you have to be ready. Here we are, 45 seconds in with nothing to say. So We've start, start us over. Hi. It's <laughs> like a good way to like, hi, I'm Bobby. <laughs> and this is our podcast. My my wife is sitting next to me, Casey. I don't know how much I have to say before you jump in. Oh, I just thought you were good. I thought, I mean, they know. They know who we are and they know who that, what our podcast is. Maybe not. You could be out sick. And the dog is helping me now. You not like permanently. That you think that genuinely people listening to this podcast thought that for the past two minutes, the dog has been talking to you. No, I was kind of like redoing the start of it. I don't know. I didn't like fully think it through. (laughs) And we're back. Sorry about that. I just had to stop because we were going nowhere and I needed to get myself collected. We're collected. Collectively. We're collectively collected. This is our podcast. The Is That a Challenge podcast. I'm Casey. Everyone knows this already. What did I just say? <laughs> what conversation did we just have? <sighs> Welcome. Happy 2022. This is our... Um, first podcast of the new year. Our first podcast of 2022, but this is our our second January podcast, mm-hmm. but of our fourth year of being a podcast. Yes. With a couple <laughs> hiatuses. With a 2020 there. hiatus. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. I Um, think any hiatus related to the 2020 anything years is going to be fine. I honestly think that in the future we're just going to black out 2020. Like it's just going to go 2019, 2021. We're just not going to talk about what happened in the middle. Yeah. I would be okay with that. Yeah. But 2022 has been off to a good start. So far so good. Um, It's been a fun year, personally. It's been kind of a tire fire globally yeah as just a continuation of the tire fire that has been this century but yeah um personally things have been going pretty well for us right like yeah started 2022 off strong with resetting some goals and intentions took some good time off at the end of last year so we came back feeling pretty refreshed and revamped mm-hmm. ready to go um 
I got to go to Austin, Texas with a friend, so that was really nice to get to travel a little bit after having done zero of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. You don't want to add any good things? No, I think everything that you've mentioned so far has been good, and it kind of segues into our challenge for this past month. Tell us about our challenge. For this which past month. was no social media, specifically the uh, purely consumable types of social media. I guess. Mm, what do you mean by that? So uh, neither one of us do Facebook, but Facebook, Instagram. Um, neither uh, one of us are on Snapchat or TikTok or anything like that, but those types of media. Yeah, but I, well, I think, yes. So when I think like about our challenge, yes, I agree with what you're saying of like, our goal was to say no interacting with things specifically on our phones that we're just consuming or mindlessly scrolling through. Yes. Um, but I don't think that social media as an entity is purely consumable because a big a big part of it is your interaction, right? Is posting posting things, liking things, sharing resharing things, um, or or like it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually something that I really missed this month. Mm-hmm. Um, was having the ability to like comment on my friends' things or like share things with people, yeah. interact, post. Um, so just wanted to like distinguish because like if it's purely consumable, I think about like the news app is pure, is just pure consumption. There's no, there's no option for you on the news app to like, no, that's true. Post that's your fair. own stuff. I guess in it. So for me, it like focuses in specifically on just the mindless consumption. Yeah. So like or the news, addictive. yeah. Instagram is like a dirt or not a dirty, like a. A guilty pleasure. A dirty pleasure. <laughs> a dirty pleasure. Bobby goes to some weird places <laughs> on Instagram. On the grams. Um, Don't look at his Discover page. Yeah. Where, like, on the news app or whenever I'm reading news, like, that's informative, you know? like. And I think that there, you don't get the same itch of, like, man, I gotta... I just want to look at... I just want to scroll through the news headlines the way right. that you do of, like, I just want to scroll through my Instagram feed. Yeah. Um, but this is a challenge that we have been wanting to do for a while. Neither, neither of us really has a lot of social media presence. Last year, we both deleted our Facebook accounts. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us, um, has been on Twitter, TikTok. Um, I had a Snapchat, I think in college. Um, and then shortly thereafter got rid of it. Mm -hmm. Um, can't think of any other social media platforms that we're missing so so really instagram was the big one for us that we both deleted from our phones logged out of on our computers and said for the next 30 days we're just not going to do it and overall i think that i was really pleasantly surprised by the impact that this had on me what about you yeah same um i think i just got to a point where you know, working from home, being in DC, you know, little, not little than like no interaction with other people. But I mean, it's, everything is, you know, 
shut down. Like everyone's wearing face masks at all times. You have to show vaccination to get in anywhere. And so it's still like, you know, fully in the, the swing of the pandemic. And when most of your time is spent at home and your social interaction outside of, you know, the people in, in your immediate household uh, becomes Instagram, like, yeah, I would spend a, a sad amount, for me, amount of time uh, scrolling through and just like mindlessly looking at pictures, like pictures of the Defenders. And so my discovery page is Defenders, Corgis, and then like funny dog videos. And that's probably about it. Mm. Um. Yeah, I completely agree with you that I think that my social media habits changed over um, the years of the pandemic, and I started to rely on Instagram a lot more for the escape and the distraction than for the connection. Um, I started to like follow a lot more people that I didn't actually know. Um, yeah, started to look at my Discover page a lot more. Uh, my Discover page is probably, like, it's people working out is a lot of it. Cute dogs is a lot of it. And then, like, a good amount of books, like Bookstagram, I think, takes up a lot of my Discover Some, some book page. porn. Yeah, and some and some um cooking videos. Like I don't enjoy cooking, but I do love a good cooking video. Mm. And so and then um I think really the reason that Bobby was like, we need to do this challenge now is because probably in like October of last year, I discovered Instagram reels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was time for an intervention. <laughs> Um, and so this is why I don't have a TikTok is because I know that I would just, I would not create TikToks. I have no interest in videos of myself being posted anywhere, but, um, I, and, and so I never really had very much interest in the reels, uh, addition to Instagram either, but then it was like one day for whatever reason, I like clicked on it by accident and then just decided to like watch a couple and then like five hours later I was still doing it and, um, it it was at that point <laughs> that Bobby was like, things need to change. Let me rearrange the podcast schedule here a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that um, really, like, because I don't have a lot of social media, um, maybe I thought that my consumption of things on Instagram was reasonable. Um or I feel like I had a good excuse for any time I was, like, spending way too much time on there. Um, like, if I was at an airport or, um, you know, whatever. Um, but as we started thinking about doing this challenge and talking more about, like, maybe we should do an Instagram cleanse, a social media cleanse as a whole, I started to really think about, like, my emotional state around Instagram and that's when I noticed, like, one, that I had really shifted from using social media as a way to connect with people to a way to distract myself from my life. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need a break. But there's a difference between a five-minute break or killing, killing time while you're waiting at the doctor's office versus, you know, tuning out of three hours a day of your life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other thing that I noticed is like Instagram especially, but social media as a whole that's designed around these algorithms that learn what you watch, learn what you like, learn what you want to see more of, and they feed you that. And you just start to get this very closed in picture of like what the world is and maybe like what you should be, I think. Like, I don't know why, um, but my Reels videos were always of, it was either like people doing those dance challenges. Um, It was like a lot of that or a lot of like um, beauty, fashion, makeup stuff, which like is just very not me, you know? Um, Mm. like I am straight up wearing leggings and a Target sweatshirt right now. Um, so I, and, and like the makeup that I own and use frequently is mascara. But you look beautiful in it. (laughs) Thank you, sweetie. And it's not, and I guess that's the thing is that it's like, that's not something that I do because like I can't afford makeup or because like I don't know about it and I want to know about it. It's like a pretty conscious choice that I'm like, no, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. Like who I am is, is this like granola hippie girl whose hair is a mess and who doesn't wear a lot of makeup and who, you know, wears clothes that she's comfortable in and doesn't really spend time keeping up with like what's trendy and what's fashionable, just wears what, what she likes. Um, but then I would watch these videos of these beautiful women, like with their hair extensions and like their fake eyelashes. And I was like, Maybe I need fake eyelashes, you know? No. Um, maybe I should get those nails that scare Bobby. Bobby's terrified Ooh. of, like, of women's fake long nails. Scary guy in an alley, like, Bobby's ready. But or if I girl, see... girl in Starbucks reaching for her cup with her six-inch manicured... French manicured nails, Bobby's peeing his pants. Or if I see lipstick on something, like a straw, or like, I used to bust tables and wait, and anytime I would see that, it just, I don't know why, like there's nothing, it just like kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, mm. or especially if I could see a cigarette butt with lipstick on it, oh no, sorry, <laughs> this is like a random path. No, it's okay, but I think that, yeah, and it was like, even, um, I don't know, it's like I would see people, There, there's so much stuff about like, um, people's families, like, like, uh, young, like married couples that are having their first kids or like decorating their houses or just whatever. And it was just all this stuff that all of a sudden I was like, maybe I need to do these things. Or maybe I'm sad that I don't do these things or don't have these things. And, um, and then I would have to step back and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. no, no, you do not want a toddler right now like that sounds <laughs> like the worst plan for me ever you know mm, yeah um and so I think I was getting really wrapped up in the world that these videos were sucking me into mm-hmm. instead of the real world where I live which like I have actually done a very good job of intentionally building yeah for myself yeah so we had to cut that shit out and we did. And we did. And we're better for it. Um, talk a little bit about, like, your process of the month. Like, so we eliminated, we deleted everything, and then for the month, like, what happened for you? So, I did notice 
like the first, I don't know, couple days, like I could tell that that like piece of entertainment was gone because I would look for it in other areas and the like main areas. Well, I'll start with LinkedIn because I, I don't have LinkedIn on my personal phone. I had it on my business phone. Um, and I would check it on my work laptop. Um, but I noticed that there's content on LinkedIn that is exactly the same kind of content that I would get and enjoy seeing on Instagram, like memes and, you know, just funny videos and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Like we did not include LinkedIn in our social media, um, category, even though it is designed exact, it is professional Facebook. So it's designed in exactly the same way. And so I was like, oh, well, no, I'm not doing that unless someone specifically reaches out to me and I'll, I'll get an email notification. I'm not going to check LinkedIn, like, because otherwise I'll just mindlessly scroll and I'm not looking for a job. Like there's no reason for me to necessarily be on there, um, on any given day. And so eliminated that. But what I, one of the things I wanted to try to do was not backfill this time that I would give to Instagram every day with something that is essentially doing the same thing. So well, other mindless. Yes. And, and hold on, hang on before you talk about the second step of that. Cause I think it's important to recognize the first step. Like I think that there were kind of distinct, I think there were actually three distinct movements for both of us throughout the month. Movement one was we've deleted these things that used to take up time And now we have shifted to the lesser used things that kind of still take, like kind of still mirror that action, right? Like we went from scrolling Instagram to scrolling LinkedIn, or for me, it was YouTube. Um, Like I I noticed that I would, I started not watching YouTube videos, but I would pull up YouTube and just scroll through the videos Mm. and watch maybe like 10 or 15 seconds on silent, like the preview. And then I would scroll to the next one just like I would on Instagram. So I think that it's important to recognize that like that first, our first instinct was to like search out the things that were like similar, but that we hadn't intentionally eliminated. And that is so true. Anytime you're doing any kind of challenge where you're trying to eliminate something from your life, it's really important to be on the lookout for those things that are like same, same, but different, right? Like if you're trying to eliminate sugars from your diet then you know you can't eat the chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. But you might still like get the vanilla latte in the morning or and just not juice, even think about just, it. Yeah, exactly, just exactly. It's just a, a Trojan horse. Yeah, so movement one was like, yeah, I like that of like like you went to you went to the things in disguise, right? Mm-hmm. Um and then movement two, once we realized that was go ahead. What what do you feel like the next thing was that you did? Well, so part of that was eliminating those, but movement two was, all right, there are, I have this time back. I'm not necessarily going to create time blocks now and fill that in with things just to have it so I can satiate whatever my mind thinks it needs or was getting from Instagram. But there are just periods of the day that I recognize that, you know, it's not enough time to take on an additional either uh, home project or work task, or like I'm transitioning from one thing to the other, or I'm waiting for something to, to get done so I can then continue. You need a brain break. Exactly. Um, No, that's perfect. Like, uh, and so 
the news is has always been something uh specifically on my phone the news app is you know how i get my information i don't listen to as many podcasts nearly as many as you do um i don't uh i guess i don't get a lot of news from other sources i don't watch news on tv and so i use my phone to do that so that was one thing that i did but two other things that i think are i still feel like i benefit from them but also like it is almost in the same vein as social media was i downloaded a sudoku app mm-hmm. and i do a sudoku one every day and they're challenging so i i feel like there's benefit because my mind is working. It's a puzzle. Um, but then also we download, downloaded, uh, worked with friends and started playing that together. And so, but like, that's more, they're not to me necessarily, those two aren't guilty pleasures, but they, I mean, they're just like games. Well, yeah, I don't but think But it is that, interacting. I don't think that that's the same as social media at all. I think that um, there are certain types of games. And if you are a certain kind of person, like those games can get to be to the same level of addictiveness that Mm -hmm. social media is. So, um, you know, there are tons of like new games that I know people are super obsessed with, like Axie Infinity and like all of these kinds of things that it's like people can just play and play and play and play for hours and hours, right? I don't think that a Sudoku puzzle is the same way (laughs) for for most people and and definitely not for you. Um, like solitaire, online solitaire and spider solitaire for me is like something that if I let myself do that, I can just like mindlessly play that all day long. Mm. So I don't, so I don't let myself, but, um, words with friends is just online scrabble and I really like playing that, but I don't like it enough to play it by myself. So there's always the time where it's like, I have played my word and I'm waiting for you to to play one back and that that um gives me enough distance of like okay this is going to take up my five minutes before my next meeting or this is going to take up my um sitting on the bus like waiting to get to my stop um but it's not going to take up the time where I should be doing the other things that I want to be doing with my day in Mm -hmm. the same way that Instagram or a more addicting online game could be so I think that I think you're completely right that like those things are actually benefiting you and I think it's completely fine like I am definitely not in the camp of let's distance ourselves from technology as much as we can. I think it's about let's put up good boundaries, but like, yeah, let's not turn good things into bad. Mm. Um, And that's all about you personally. Like there might be someone listening who's like, man, Sudoku puzzles, like, ooh, like (laughs) just the thought of it makes me a little tingly and I just, I want to play them all day. You know, maybe you don't download the Sudoku app, Mm. right? Um, Maybe for you, it's like the New York Times crossword puzzle or like you pick words with friends I know lots of people are really obsessed right now with wordle like I'm staying away from wordle because I think that that it seems like it's too much of a a craze and I'm like no I'm good Mm -hmm. I don't don't really have time for that um so yes I definitely think that movement to beyond recognizing okay these things are like social media and I don't want those in my life was moving to the things of like so what are my what are my phone friendly online time friendly things that I can have um, because it's not it's not going to work to just say no I'm never going to pick up my phone unless it's to read a text message or answer a phone call yeah um, and so all the things we mentioned I think are really great I'll also add that I put um, books on my phone so I will 
read a page or two of a book. Um, and then also uh, Duolingo. We've started yeah. doing five, ten minutes a day on Duolingo. So, and that really took us, I think, into this third phase, or at least what I noticed for myself is this third phase of um, I don't interact with my phone as much anymore mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And so, yes, when I have time and when I'm, when I'm out of the house and I have downtime or time to kill um, and there's nothing else to do and I don't want to just like sit and be with my thoughts, I have a couple things on my phone that I can do. But for all of the other time, I feel like what I've started doing is like my instinct is not to fill that time by reaching for the phone and finding something to do there. My instinct is to fill that time by like getting up and taking a walk or reading a physical book or like journaling quickly or talking to you or talking to the dog or talking to a person in the office. Mm. Um, so that's, I think, a really nice progression for trying to eliminate something from your life, like moving through those stages and giving yourself time to move through those stages. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't miss it. There are parts of it that I I do like, because there are certain friends that, you know, it's it's far easier to to keep up and like share memes and posts and stuff on Instagram than setting up time to call someone in another state or, and I don't want to make it sound like that it's not worth it to do that. But I mean, if I see something funny, especially on Instagram, the the easy way to, to share that is through Instagram. And so yeah. it's it's nice to keep up relationships that way. It's much uh, more, yeah, it's a much more consistent touch point to like my, I have a friend in New York that like we, like a, a big part of our, our relationship is like shitting on things via funny memes (laughs) and it's like we could totally do that going back and forth on Instagram but if I were to call him and like us have a conversation be a great conversation but it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be the same Mm -hmm. like that piece of our relationship would be gone yeah um and so um or people that yeah like you just don't stay in touch with as much this is like a nice easy way to just check in on people Mm -hmm. um I think that that's definitely a valid point Mm-hmm. that you know you want to be able to have have those things and the thing that I definitely missed with Instagram specifically is that I am pretty active about posting things um like I like adding to my stories um I you know I like posting photos um and so I have in my camera reel like a, a collection of things from January that um, I've just been waiting to add like pictures of books that I've read or like pictures. Like I said, I took a trip to Austin with a friend. So like pictures from that trip that I'd like to post. Um, and I think where, what my next challenge will be related to my relationship with social media and with my phone usage will be like how to balance that, like how to get the good out of social media, the things that I enjoy, like posting and interacting with friends without getting sucked back into the bad. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, you and I have talked about like a couple of different things that I can try maybe like doing a month on a month off, like having Instagram on my phone for February and then deleting it again in March or yeah. 
Um, I know that there are like online tools that you can use that will post to your Instagram without you having to go to Instagram and stuff like that. And it'll mm-hmm. let you interact that way. Um, but I, so I, I haven't found, I haven't found a solution yet that I think is the right solution for me for that. Cause you're kind of leaning towards like, you're just not even gonna download these things back. Yeah. I mean, it, they're still nice and fun to have, but I mean, like I'm not, I'm not missing it, I guess, enough. I, I eventually, I'm sure I will. But yeah, come, come February, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna wake up and, and immediately download it. But, um, yeah, you can also on your phone, uh, use Screen Time to only let you access certain apps at certain times of the day. So you could like set a a window in the morning. But you can override that. You can, but we can set it with maybe a different. Passcode? No, it might be the same one. It's going to be fun. Anyways, we'll look at it. Yeah, I think it is. Um, So I have screen time set up on my phone right now, or screen limits set up on my phone right now. And I'm definitely going to, right now I have it in an hour for all social media, which I agree with you. So I had, I deleted Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And the only one I'll be getting back is Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely like taking that time limit down from an hour a day to maybe like 15 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And and building that awareness of like, okay, it's just 15 minutes. Um, But also, yeah, the thing with the screen limits that I found is just, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like waking up in the morning. Like, yes, I set my alarm every morning for 6 a.m., but if I, if one morning I turn the alarm off and I don't get out of bed, that like sets the precedent of like, okay, I don't really have to listen to this alarm. Same thing with the screen limit where it's like, if one time I tell it like, ignore this limit for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. then, then it's out the window. It sets the precedent that I don't have to pay attention to that limit. Yeah. Because there's not an option as far as I know, um, for uh setting that up to where it just like locks you out for for the rest of the day. I have heard of and I haven't done enough research on this but maybe someone listening can help us out. I have heard of um apps and or like um I don't know if it's an app or if it's like a software download or whatever that's like a lockbox. And it's like you can put your apps into this lockbox for a certain amount of time. And that's supposed to be where it's like you put all of these things on on where you can't access them for maybe like an hour or like five hours or whatever while you're working. Um, and you just, there's nothing you can do. You mm-hmm. cannot get to them during those five hours. Um, for me, I feel like it would have to be something where it is. It's like, can I put it in there for 23 hours? Yeah. For 23 hours and 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, in order for it to like really truly be effective, but definitely if there's something out there like that, I like I would that would solve this whole thing for me. Yeah, and you could set it to only let you do it from six a.m. to six fifteen, and then that would solve the wake up problem too. <laughs> I don't know that I want to be like waking up and being like, oh, I have to get up because of my Instagram. No, I know it was like an incentive <laughs> program. I do a good job of waking up on time. No, that was do. just an example. I know I'm giving you a hard time judge me don't judge me that's all I do but um hopefully this has been helpful I definitely encourage everyone I've talked to a couple of friends about this challenge this this month and have honestly gotten mixed reviews 
of some people saying, man, like, you're right. I know I need to do that too. And like hearing our experience with it, I think has encouraged them to say, yes, I want to do a social media cleanse. And then I've had other friends that are like, oh, it's interesting. Good for you. I really don't need to do that. I really don't think that my social media use is like that bad. Mm -hmm. And I definitely would recommend, this is one challenge that I think if you have social media apps on your phone, um, or if you have a screen limit on your phone that you constantly ignore, um, even if you think that it's not a problem or even if you don't feel like there's anything that you need to change about your interaction with social media, I like wholeheartedly recommend doing 30 days without it. Mm-hmm. It only has to be those 30 days. And if at the end you're like, this changed nothing for me, fine, you know, yeah. but I, I feel like I realized a lot getting rid of it. And I think that it was, it was really nice, honestly, to just not have it for this month. Yeah, I I have enjoyed it, definitely. And I don't know, it kind of ties into an overall challenge for myself, and that's just being more intentional. And so in this case, mm-hmm. be more intentional with my own personal time. And so yeah, I think I've benefited from it. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's like, I know I really liked it in a way that I can't even quite articulate why. And I think that really gets to, like, this might be too dramatic of a word, but like the insidiousness. Mm-hmm. of social networks yeah um of, and that that thing of like maybe I don't overtly understand that this is the way that my brain is interacting with this Instagram feed or this Facebook feed um but it but the impact is still there subconsciously and it's not until you remove it that you get that that like tangential feedback of realizing the difference that it can make um and even you know I I still like I just I don't know that I'm quite able to explain explain that because I am excited to get Instagram back and to be able to like post all of these things and see everything that I've missed you know um I'm definitely not excited like I don't want to be I don't want to use my discover page I don't want to be looking at stupid random reels so I have to figure out how to rebalance that with myself but um I think that this is a challenge that you can only really get the benefit of by doing it for yourself yeah definitely. and I think for 30 days at least mm-hmm. a I week is not going to cut it <laughs> a full a full calendar month is, mm-hmm. is good totally except not February because that's only 28 days well, but that is four full weeks that is um the month that is coming up next mm-hmm. and that is the challenge that is coming up next yes for us what are we gonna do we're gonna ski we're gonna ski Our February challenge is to go skiing, to learn how to ski. For me, um, both both of us have been skiing, but not since... I I haven't been since I was a kid. What about you? Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Um, So I guess relearning how Mm -hmm. to ski, but more, more broadly than that, I'm hoping that what we'll talk about in our next podcast episode is like how to face your fears and why it's important to do things that scare you because I wouldn't say that I was afraid of skiing until Bobby and I went on a ski trip last year with my family and we attempted to ski and I had a mental breakdown and just couldn't go (laughs) frozen tears on her cheeks um I we will definitely unpack all of this with with you guys um next month and like potentially with a therapist but um third party 
Um, because I do think it's important to do things that make you feel uncomfortable and maybe even that scare you. And again, kind of like the theme with social media that you may not even know until you try it. I had no idea I was going to have that visceral of a reaction to skiing until we went and tried to do it. And it took me a whole year after that trip to be like, yes, let's plan another trip and like, let's do it. I mean, it's in the podcast now, so... We're... Hopefully hopefully in February what we don't do is come to you and say, Casey had a meltdown again and didn't ski. <laughs> or, like, be like, hi, this is Casey coming at you from the hospital room. Yeah. <laughs> My full body cast. <laughs> It'll be good. The thing is, is, like, I'm honestly... I'm not scared of getting hurt. I'm afraid of embarrassing myself. And I think that's the thing that it's, like... That's that's why I'm like you need to do this. Yeah. Um because it's not it's not a fear of running into a tree or like what bodily it, harm. What it, falling off the lift. Like I don't have those concerns other than the fact that if I did that it would be super embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But my bigger concern is like yeah, that people are going to laugh at me. Yeah. That I'm that I'm not going to be that, that heaven forbid I would not be good at something in front of other people and that's the whole reason that we started this podcast that's our whole mission with this is to debunk that and so I felt hypocritical not confronting this glaring thing of like mm. oh you say that you want to do challenges because they make you a better person and yet you're too afraid to go skiing with your family because you are because uh, you think you're gonna look silly mm-hmm. so stay tuned so we're gonna do it we're doing it bobby's gonna help me it's gonna be good and not judge me if i cry a little bit no never because i'm 100 percent gonna cry at least a little bit no judgment i think that's okay that's fine everybody cries yeah sometimes sometimes i cry all the time i'm gonna cry right now we're gonna hang up hang up this podcast i'm gonna start yeah. crying do a little cry Sometimes a cry, just a quick cry is a good cry. Hmm. Noted. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll be back in February. Mm, Bye-bye.